ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. the caves once more, the crimson glow of the Durgar city became but another fading light on a cavern wall. Jesse, don't burp in the mic. Jesse, can you listen to him? If you do, Yo, you, man. When you burp, it's like, when you burp, it's a normal burp. See, listen to that. <laughs> That's what he sounds like, man. He that sounds like that disgusting. Darrow who threw his own intestines up. So TJ just pe- peaked big time and yelled stop right there. <laughs> so, last time we began with uh, you all leaving the City of Swords, um, the city known as Gracklestuck. It's called the City of Swords, if you remember, because they've just produced so many adamantine weapons and stuff like that. That was the City of Blades. City of Blades, City of Swords, I mean, whatever. Which one is it? Neither now. Whatever the DM villain Joel the, wants. I mean, for me, the alliteration, the sibilance would sound better, City of Swords, but I think you're right. I think it is City of Blades. Just because it's a Blades Bazaar, so that's why. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it is City of Blades. All right, so you left the City of Blades, uh, known as Gracklestug. Um, for you now. All, for now, it's For now, but you left it. I mean, you left. Mm-hmm. And um, you left under the, uh, I don't know, the impression that Grazd, is, uh, who is a demon lord outright, is going to take over the city. You all helped him. Um, overthrow, uh, not the king necessarily, although he did make a passing mention of what he was going to do with the king, that he wasn't worried about it. If you all remember that, uh, he said that Shaw would take care of him. He said like one of his people was already in there. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and you all helped him take care of Thembershad, and then you exited as he kind of cleared a path for you just by, you know, somehow causing all of these heads of these people to just fall off randomly, the guards, and, uh, you made haste and left the city. And we will jump in with uh, the lot of you, and this is now um, Dro, Jin, Nico, Rostos, uh, Jim Jar, Stool, Rumpadump, and Fargus caught up with you, if I'm memory call, uh, recalls. Oh, boy. So, um, Fargus, again, the half halfling who uh, Rostos is not very fond of, but um, he has been sort of not in a large part of the action thus far. but I don't, I don't think he's been on the podcast yet. I think he was earlier. Yeah, we got into an argument with him. Um, and so you all are now walking out, and you are back into sort of familiar territory, but you're not too far at familiar territory, meaning the Underdark. You're back into the twisting caverns and caves. You're not too far outside of Gracklestuck right now, and you can see 
the light of Gracklestug just from its normal um, fires and forges, that dimmish red glow that's a little bit warmer than Phaserus's glow is becoming further and further behind you. And whether or not you became accustomed to it or you started to rely on it, um, especially if you don't have dark vision, uh, Rastos, um, you can see that you're heading again into pitch darkness. Great. Um, and current, I don't know, what's, how fastly are you all going? What's, what's going on? Is there a marching order? Are you moving quickly to escape the carnage? Um, again, just real quickly, you do hear every once in a while far off, just like the classic Wilhelm scream go off from Gracklestug. Um, you hear some multiple murmurs in, in Dwarvish that if, if you could speak Dwarvish, you understand it is. Jesus Christ, that's my liver. I'm looking at my own liver. Um, and then you would hear somebody else say, no, why would you make him eat that? That's his liver. <laughs> uh, you hear buildings collapse. Uh, you hear a deep, deep laughter that just sort of permeates the Underdark in your direction. I, I think uh, not even turning around, I'm walking down the road like uh, Okay, just, 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 just to correct, because we haven't been in the Underdark, there is no road. <laughs> down the chosen path that's been at least walked along by other people, I'm walking like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever when he's walking down the street, not looking back. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Why? <laughs> Long pause. Because <laughs> I know that bartender is doomed. Oh, so you're happy? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're out of there. They were terrible to us. They are racist. They hated us. I mean, have you been anywhere that isn't? They just got really under my skin there. At least they didn't try to kill us when we saw True. Okay. You should probably hate the drow more than them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if anything, <laughs> they gave you an inn to sleep in. This is the first time you slept in a bed in the Underdark. Well, you know, it's been rough. He doesn't like getting mean words told at him. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What was the worst thing that you were called in Gracklestug? I don't even want to utter the words. You don't know. You can't even think of one insult that was levied your way. I can think of one. I'd rather not. Okay. They don't need to. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so, don't, don't, don't want to revisit that. It was painful. So you're weirdly walking down um, <laughs> this tunnel um, kind of confidently or cockily because you're happy to be leaving Gracklestug, mm-hmm. uh, but you are walking into darkness that you cannot see anything. <laughs> so confidence may not last long. Uh, what's the rest of the party up to? We'll, kind of, uh, we'll, we'll circle the wagons and we'll all get together as Rostos is walking away. <laughs> Are you all moving quickly? Uh, what's the marching order? I think I would say we're probably not moving too quickly. I think we might. This is probably the safest we've ever been, in a way. I think we'd circle the wagons for a second and talk about what we're going to do, because Dro will say, Gracklestone may be in our rear view, but so is Elvara. I still think that House Mizram and Elvara and the elves of Velkenvelb are after us, so safety might not be as high as you think it is. Never like Grove did offer some safety, if that's the way we went, and I don't know where it is, but hopefully Stool or Rumpadem could help us find the way, because Gracklesto offered protection from the drow, and now we are exposed again. Yeah, Rumpadem speaks up when you uh, say this, and he kind of, again, throws his mind into yours, so you can kind of understand him uh, through his Mykonid languages or whatever, and he's going to say, yeah, we know the way there. Or vaguely, as vaguely as one does in the Underdark, you know, it's, you just kind of go in that direction and hope for the best. 
Maybe we keep the same marching order. I'll stay up top. Rumpadump can join me. Uh, Jin's in the back covering our track, and we move at a normal to fast pace. Sounds fun to me. Uh, Stool's going to look at you, Nico. He's going to say, is it true? Are we heading home? Yes, we're bringing you home now. Isn't it fun? Oh, that is quite lovely. I greatly appreciate this. Kind of give him a little squeeze. He just lets out a little fart. Do you guys remember Sarath back in Valkenvelve? Yeah, Quick they... aside, Sarath was a drow who was also captured in Valkenvelve, and the odd thing about him is he kept picking at his head, and he uh, had red bumps kind of coming from his forehead as well, and acted oddly at times, and drove sort of struck up a, a kinship with him, let's say. Yeah, I remember him. He spoke of Neverlight. He said it would be safe. Well, I thought we were going there. Just something to mention. Yes, I, whatever. He seemed crazy. Well, we have to be quiet here because maybe people are watching us. I don't know, but uh, I can't see too well right now. So... I'm gonna light a torch. I'll produce uh, dancing lights out of my hand to aid Rassos's vision. And what do those look like again? Hail light? four globules of kind of white radiant light with a little bit of red spectral energy in the middle of it. There we go. Dancing around, um, around your horns probably. That sounds right. A little halo. Yeah. Cool. And uh, Jim Jar is gonna uh, go and talk to Jin really quickly. As you all are kind of now, Dro, you're heading up the way. Rumpadump is kind of by you, pointing you in the direction. Um, so again, like, cardinal directions don't really matter in the Underdark, because you, you don't fucking know. Uh, even though you're from the Underdark, you're from the North Underdark, and we're way further south than that. Um, talking to Dro. And uh, he's going to lead you in a, a down one of the, the tunnels, right? You're in a large cavern, and a large enough one to fit, like, a city and then sort of, like, an entranceway to the city, right? So now he's leading you in a direction that's starting to get a little bit more narrow as you start to go away from this very, very large cavern further into something a little more familiar. That would be a tunnel. And as you're walking into this tunnel um, and led by Dro, who can see uh, 60 feet, 120 feet? Uh, 150. 150, goddamn. And then Rostos, you can see everything around you as well as you get back to these, not like the Whirlstone Tunnels where they're definitely wind-strewn, don't get to say that word often, wind-strewn walls and um, uh, patterns, but you're getting back into the sharp, jagged, obsidian-colored, sort of purple-hue rocks that you have been traveling in for, oh, God, maybe like 20-some-odd days now probably, right? More than that? Fuck, yeah. Yeah, probably around that. Jim Jar's gonna go up to Jin. He's gonna say, like, hey, uh, hey, Jin, um, we're going to Neverlight Glove? Yes, I think that uh, what we want to do first is take this, the little people, the mushroom people home, and then we go to Blinking Stone after that. I think that's what we are thinking. All right, um. That's what Jin thinks. You know what I think. You want to go to Blinking Stone? No, both those places suck. Then what, what do you think? I mean,. Mantle Dareth is pretty cool. We can have some good times there. Yes, but isn't that kind of... Which way is that, then? I mean, it's far, yeah. Is it out of the way? I mean, define out of the way. If we head in this current direction, and then we go to Blingenstone, are we closer to Mantle Dareth or farther away? Oh, I mean... You don't know, do you? No, I know. I mean... You don't know, do you? I... 
listen, it, it would be out of the way. Yeah, you're right. Jim thinks you might be hiding something, Jim Jar. I'm well, just... You are from Blingdonstone, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's... And it, why don't you want to go there? It's just, uh, it's just kind of, things are weird there. I, I don't know, when I left, things were getting weird. Well, I mean, everything is weird down here. Well, to you, and especially as of recently with all the shit happening, sure, with like the demons and, you know, all the, the stuff happening. Yeah, that's, that's, that's weird as fuck for sure. But like, I guess what I'm saying is Blingdonstone's going to be weird too. Like, weird. Let me ask you, Jim Jar. Also, I should throw in there, Neverlight Grove is going to be weird. Like, look at that dude. Look at him. He's just going to point at Rumpadump, who is just sitting there, and you just see from what could be his nose, just a long piece of, like, mucus just going down all the way to the ground. He's just walking along with it as it sways back. He's like, that's where he's from. He lives there. People like him live there. They built a place there. Yes, but he is like a fungus man. Yeah. Seems, he seems fine for a fungus person. How many fungus people have you met besides Stool and that parade? Well, there are like four or five of them. Right. Yeah, but they, you know, they were having a good time. Oh, so so if somebody has a good time, you <laughs> just trust them and you think that that's a, you know what? I, all right. You know, here's the thing, Jin. We're not going to make any money there. Yeah, but we'll make money at Blinkton Stone. <sighs> and what do you need money for anyway? It's not like you bought anything. I feel like that's should be understood right now. I like money. I like getting money. There's no more questions you can ask. I just like having it. I like gambling. Do you want to bet? Right now? Yes. <sighs> you, do this, you do this a lot, you know. Well, I bet you that we will get to Blingdonstone safe. No problems. Okay. You know that, like, I'm going to have to lead you there if you want to go there. Yes. So uh, you're betting on me? Yes. How much are you betting? Fifteen. Make it twenty. Done. All right, fine. Fucking goddammit. All right. But we're going to never let grow first. I know. Just not happy about it. <laughs> I know you're not happy, but at least you should get the bet out of it. And as you say, uh, he walks away from you, and right as you say, I know you're not happy, uh, camera catches Jim Jar's eyes, his pupils kind of widen a little bit, and he realizes, he's, he's like, oh, um, that... That resonated more than it should have with Jim Jar, you saying, I know you're not happy. And he's gonna be like, uh, and then you're just gonna speed up and walk forward to try to catch up to the uh, the drow and the uh, the Mikan is leading the way. And Nico, you're up front as well? I yeah, I'd st- say. Stool's trying to kind of get you in that direction. Yeah, Stool's pushing me forward. I'm kind of in a good mood. For sure. I kind of look back to Nico and. That was pretty. That was pretty heavy back there. Uh, how do you feel? Dragon's dead. Well, I didn't see it, but I have his heart, and it's time for the rise of the purebloods. You know, I've okay. had enough of these. All the things I've had to deal with in my entire life. Well, now it's time for uh, my kind to take care of things. That's been the one place where we can agree. Things we've gone through and what we mean to change. It sounds like the. Heart of a dragon is burning inside of you. I'm like literally cutting pieces of it and just sliding it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Burning literally. inside of you and like <laughs> literally X-ray vision of his stomach literally burning up parts of a dragon into his body. You got a massive amount of heartburn. Yeah. I've my whole life has been lived in service to the drow priestesses, the high priestesses, and 
Now it seems like we swapped that threat with a demon prince. It, it feels strange. We put pen to paper, parch, ink to, inkwell to parchment, and we made a binding deal with that being. I mean, dealing with demons is nothing new to my kind, so... That's what worries me, is that I feel oddly comfortable about it. Yeah, you look over as you say, well, it's nothing new to my kind. You notice all the serpentine-like features that define a wanty. Like, oh, nothing new to me. It's like, geez, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, as you, you know, stick out your tongue and take another piece of <laughs> dragon heart. Literally eating a dragon heart. Well, it'll be very curious to see how that deal pans out for us. Or when it shows its face again. I think it'll be better. For all of us, maybe. Oh, yeah. We'll see what we find once we get to this Mykonid hive mind. Seemed like they wanted to... Fuck. We'll see. Um, so you all are going to walk on for uh, a while, and I don't want to assume too much. Um, if, you're, if, uh, if you need to take a rest or whatever, we can talk about that. But I'm curious what everyone's doing. We're going to go into a little bit of a travel survival mode here. Um, you said you're traveling at a medium pace. Not yep. too fast, not too slow. Yes. Um, and you're trusting... Sort of dro with scouting. Uh, is that what you're doing, dro? Dro with scouting, but hopefully Rumpadump with directions. Yeah, exactly. So Rumpadump is sort of the navigator, just sort of pointing you in a general direction. You get the sense that he's just nudging you in that way. If you come to a fork and road, he makes an educated guess based on what's closer to that direction. Sometimes it loops around, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but you're, you're generally heading up and down these tunnels in various ways. Um, some are more wide than others. None of them have gotten too small yet. Again, you're, you're still close to a trading point in the Underdark, so these are all um, traversable for the most part. Uh, what is everyone else up to? You all can just kind of jump in. Well, Jenna's probably just going to hang out at the back and uh, keep an eye on their tail, as usual, and probably not say too much. And just be thinking about grass, and how he murdered that dragon, and how it was kind of cool, but also how Grast is not a good person, and maybe he is good. Jin doesn't know. She's just confused, and also does not like that he was very slippery and aloof, and kind of tricked us in a way. Yeah. um, Jin doesn't like being tricked. You're thinking on Grast for a while, and you're focusing harder, and you can't help all of the different sort of psyches within Jin kind of going down this one path thinking about Grazd and the more you think about it the more it kind of takes over what you're thinking and you start to sort of feel yourself like slip a little bit and it starts to kind of hurt I'm going to give you the option like do you want to continue to to focus on this or not you can feel it start something is starting to crack a little bit in there the the violin strings are getting higher and higher as you're just going down this thought of Thinking about a demon prince slaying a red dragon in front of you is not super easy for your brain to handle. No, as soon as when the when the pain gets too much, Jin, you just uh, Jin audibly says, "Jin, snap, stop, Jin," and you hear her say, "Everyone hears her say that out loud," and she just kind of refocuses, stands there for a second, and then yeah, goes so you back all paying attention. You all see that she says, "Jin, stop," and she stops moving. And you all kind of like hear her stop as she says that. It's like the loudest thing you've heard in a while. Business as usual. 
Is what I, is what he thinks yeah. about the. Jen's Everything okay there. back there, Jin? Well, Jin was fine. We had Jin, Jin and uh, Jin was just Jin was. The other Jins were thinking too much. Sorry, I lost track of things. I'll go back to watching her back again. I'm sorry about that. As long as you're all right, that's fine. I think I'm okay. Jin is. His Jin is okay. <laughs> I think. Yes. Um, so we got two people scouting at the front and back, kind of covered. Uh, we'll do some rolls on that in a, just a second. Um, anyone else? You two, what are you up to? Uh, Nico and Rostos. Uh, I have a book out that's not my spell book. Got kind, of, kind of an empty book, and I'm kind of writing in it and mending pages in. And if anyone were to look into it, it's kind of uh, basically writing a new manifesto for the rise of the purebloods. And like, kind of like writing a description of like changing the belief system of the Wanti to Grast and uh, like kind of uh, desecration and reclamation guides for temples and stuff like that. Um, so kind of heralding him as like a, a demon that actually cares about the Wanti pureblood. Um, okay, Nico, uh, can you again just just to reiterate, you are. You have been kind of driven insane a little bit. Yes. So I haven't drank in a while, so rather than supporting uh, the cast system as my normal person would be, I've kind of gone off the deep end and trying to usurp and destroy everything. Yeah, because you had an indefinite madness that makes you sort of um, hyper-rebellious if you hadn't been drinking against your belief systems. And um, now that you are sober, you see yourself as probably being more lucid. And seeing things for what they actually were, and you are replacing your prior deity with that of Grast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like I just have a book with like a candle stuck to it that's lit and just writing in it, and I'm like mending in an extra page and start writing again. Yeah. Um, how much are you thinking about Grast? Uh, probably not necessarily much about uh, Grast. That would probably be. Did you write his name? Um. I'd have to imagine. I'd say, like, moving from set to grass. Yes. Okay. As you're writing his name, you feel similar to Jin, although you all wouldn't know this. Uh, just a sharp kind of pain go through. And you can finish the name, but you're like, oh, that was that was a lot. Like, that was, that was, that was a big word. And you've written words before, <laughs> but that was a big word. Um, do you want to do that? Like, do you write the name again? Uh, no, I'd imagine it's kind of like uh, in the title or in like the title of the section. Okay, yeah. After the title, you're like, I'm gonna call him. I don't know what you want to call him. If you, you come up with a moniker, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably come up with a different moniker. Gra- Grazzi? Yeah, not Grazzi. Definitely not that. <laughs> uh, no, we're not gonna make a diminutive out of his name. Uh, you call him like the Dark One, the Obsidian One. I'll, I'll think of something. Yeah, good for we'll, that. we'll come back to that. But yeah, you 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 go to make another G in whatever language you're writing in, whatever a G sound would be. You're like, nope, I'm gonna do something else this time. That was a bit close. Uh, Rostos, what are you up to? I think usually always walking, but during the breaks he like uh, pulls out a stone. You know, during eating or something, and starts you, like. Sh- I don't think you all have eaten yet. I think that would need to be declared. Oh. Um, but you could you could do this when you're walking. I am pounding dragon heart here. <laughs> yeah, well, I imagine we're gonna have to like stop and drink water. Yeah, I, I think that we're gonna have to declare that though. Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how long are we? If we're we're just walking right now. Like, That's up for you all. I I was under. It hasn't been like days or like no. hours and hours. No, I, I don't want to call days on y'all. Okay. 
Uh, I think he's just walking and thinking about what just happened. Cool. About what he witnessed? Uh, I think more like fighting the dragon. Mm-hmm. What is he thinking about with the dragon? Just that they killed this big, fat, chunky dragon. Does he feel bad about it? I think he feels a little bad about it. He's very conflicted about what he's been doing, but he thinks it's all part for the the greater purpose. Of the greater out, purpose? Of getting out. Okay, okay. So serving his own, like, personal mission. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think he's conflicted on it now. And what are you up to for... So, Jesse, you're writing a book. You two are uh, scouting. What are you up to in terms of, like, survival or traveling? I, I don't think much because he, he can see so poorly. I think he's just in the middle sort of walking around. I but think you could always be looking for things to forage. You could always be um, looking for different sort of, like, passages, uh, whatever, because no, you do have dancing lights around you right now. Yeah, if I'm following, uh, you know, the mushroom people, trusting them, and Dro, I think, if anything, he's more, like, asking, since the only people around were, like, maybe Jim Jar or Farkas, he'd be like, what's the, what's under coming for hello? Farkas will come up, well... Mr. Rostos, we haven't talked in quite some time, have we? <laughs> I, That's why he's been hung let over. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, just, Mr. Rostos. Just remember, I'm just asking for hello uh-huh. here. And it's such an interesting question that you ask, and so it cannot be answered quickly. You see, there are so many different dialects of undercommon that really, the word undercommon, at one point you decide, is it really a language, or is it just various dialects? And at what point does it become its own language that can stand up on its own? And what's interesting, if you go far enough to the north, and far enough to the south, they barely understand each other. They barely, they barely, they barely, they barely, they barely understand each other, Mr. Yeah, Rostos. Now, do you even know any undercommon? Of course I do, Mr. Rostos. And what is hello? Zdrastoitya. Hmm. Try, try with me. Zdrastoitya. Zastrocha. That's terrible you said health. Or something close to a cheers. And also at the end there, you said to go fuck your mother. All in that one word. It's not an easy language. Are you teasing me? I promise you that I am not. You look at him and you like you might be thinking like, is he teasing me? Blank face, <laughs> just smile. Like, nope, can't get through this cherubic little like hobbit's face. Say it again. Zdrastoitje. Zdrastoitje. That's not good. Will they understand me? They try it out. And I'll just sort of whisper up front because I know Dro speaks under common. Like, hey, Dro, Zazdrovcha. Look back, smile. Fargus begins to laugh a little bit. <laughs> Translate right now, Fargus. Um, Fargus, you don't have to do that. Farkas, Farkas, if you remember who saved you. I, well, it was you, uh, can I just rough, loosely translate? I want. Some um, of the words don't really translate that well, but do you have a word that would describe, uh, let's see. Uh, they have a single word that describes an infected yet inundated horse pussy. Yes. All right, he basically said, you sound like that. All right, Drew. 
I'm trying to learn a thing or two here to get around. No need for name calling. You just learned a little bit more, didn't you? Well, I, I don't think I should learn that at all. <laughs> You've got a good teacher there. You guys should spend some quality time together. We and got that's a plenty great... of time. Mr. Drew, I think that's a great idea, and I'm glad you brought that up. Mr. Rosses, we could learn. I could learn a lot about you. I understand that you have a manager now, and I also have so much to talk to you about. Mr. Rosses, Mr. Rosses, Mr. Rosses, I think that there might be more treasures in the Underdark that we could go find. How do you say treasure? In an in, in, in undercommon. Yes. Jam? Ah, uh, That one's rather easy. It is, it is. Uh, let us walk. I'm going to point at things, and you tell me the word for them. Oh, right. That sounds like a lot of fun. Right. Uh, the DM totally de- like, de- loves that idea. Absolutely. Can we roleplay it for 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. So as you're going along, you are slowly learning Undercommon. Let's, uh, damn, let's make an intelligence check. Whoa. Crit. I can feel it. Intelligence check. That's just minus one there. Not good. An eight. An eight. Okay. It's not good, but it's not terrible. But you are learning, like, you're learning Undercommon. Um, for all intents and purposes. Um, I will let you know where you're getting to um right now we're only a couple hours i'm just totally but you're trying Mm -hmm. and the early throws of learning a language the most important thing is that you're not embarrassed you keep trying and you've already proved that so are you gonna do it quickly based on that role fuck no but are you doing it yes so uh what we would say as esl teachers you are an a1 right now and the highest you can get to is basically like a c2 so it goes a1 a2 B1, B2, C1, C2 is like nearing fluency. So you're at A1 right now. Hey, he did it. I'm just walking a point at a rock. I'm like, I like those. Why do I say that? Uh, those are called cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stuff... I'm going to stuff my pockets with a bunch of those cars. You have some cars in your pocket now. Oh, oh. okay, that's good. At a certain point, um, I think that you all have been going for a couple hours, maybe. Uh, Do both of you all want to roll perception checks um, to see? And you get advantage because you're in your preferred terrain. Interesting point of reference. I assume Gracolong doesn't clear up that quickly. Um, Mm. Or since we're out of the city proper, I don't know if if that happens like that. What level are you at? Uh, Exhaustion one, level overall five. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Level of uh, exhaustion, yeah, just at one. Okay, we'll we'll keep it there for now. Um, and so you'll you'll roll with just normal straight roll. Twenty four. Okay, good God. <laughs> um, the rest of you who have Grack along, it's still at level one, but you do feel better having left the smog filled city for sure. Um, and Schmagger, what you got there? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Okay, so. Uh, you get the idea, Jin, that you're fine. Whether or not that's true or not, you don't know. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention for a hot minute there. So. It's all good. Oh yeah, you also got that pain in your head, so that's gonna that's gonna throw you off for a minute. It's Agile! Subscribe to our Patreon! All your support helps!
Bicycle Bicycle merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios Estres Super Cool. Yeah! Dro, you have been sort of observing the ways that these semi-well-traveled tunnels, um, that they're, it's still kind of along this like trading path, right? It's walkable. Could you get wagons through here? Mm, I'm not so sure about that. But you do feel like there would be some sort of uh, establishments around here at some point. And as you look forward, you do see further up kind of like a tower, uh, let's not say tower, like an outpost, a wooden outpost that looks like it's ramshackle and it's a ways off, but you can see it, you know, at least 150 feet, I guess is what you can see. Um, it looks kind of ramshackle and it's carved from zerk wood and it probably goes up as tall as about, um, you know what I mean, like an outp outpost, outpost tower. Like that's pretty much all you can see right now in the corner. And it's just built out of zerk wood and it looks shitty. And there's just like torn cloth hanging from it, tied together with various leathers and stuff. Is it built onto something, out of something? And you're too far out to see. And yeah. zerk wood's the uh, giant mushrooms. Zerk wood is right? the most sturdy of the mushrooms. Right. The stuff they used for that was like wood. Yeah. Like you could probably craft arrows out of it. Mm -hmm. um, Dro's mind is heavily occupied with Gratz and the uh, Ilvara, and so he's kind of just going to continue leading, not mention the outpost till they get there, making his way towards that way. Begs me to ask the question, how heavily occupied are you with Gratz? Extremely. Okay, so you are thinking about the moment when he sat down, uh, sweating, glistening, after slaying a dragon in that hot lair, um, and he sat down and talked to you like a friend like a true friend, and you feel that pain in your head that the other two party members felt, but you feel a warmth there too. Do you continue focusing on that moment? Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna need you to make a madness saving throw. Uh, it's gonna be charisma. Uh-oh. I think it's a fail, DM. it's a six. That's not gonna do it. Um, so give me one second and let me look this up and then we'll, we'll talk and we'll pray. <laughs> <laughs> Does he stop in his tracks while this is happening? We'll, we'll, we'll talk and pray. I just gotta read some stuff. He said stop so. for a moment. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Aren't you on the edge? No, I'm over the edge. So this will be one of my new yeah, set of three. Yeah, the next round of three. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's a, I just remembered he's a demon. Lord, yeah, so it's different. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Everything mm -hmm. you say to me. See, boy, step closer to the edge and come up on the break. You see something up by those but cars? Because I'm smiling. Yeah, you ask him that, and like in your head just rings out, cars, 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 cars. And you are just in a world of blackness. And in this world of blackness, you just stop, you all see Dro just stop and sort of go, like not limp, like he doesn't fall over, but his shoulders kind of go from his normal, like posed self to where he's just sort of deep, deep, deep in thought and all around you is darkness, and then just all around you are reflections of yourself. Reflections that from the corner of your eye, from a periphery, they seem like they look like the, uh, the tourist. And as you turn to look at the tourist in those reflections, it becomes you again. So you're constantly kind of turning around to see what's there in your periphery, but it goes away. 
Right. Uh, you're gonna have to roll a d100, buddy. 15. Okay. And as you're looking around at these reflections that are the tourist, you start to see things that you desire. One thing that you desire is, in a weird way, the tourist and Grast and who he is, who he represents, the power he wields, the freedom that he represents from the cult of Loth that you came from. And you just can't help. And as you keep turning and look around and look at them, they've gradually become grass. And now you're just staring at a single reflection, and it is just grass looking back at you with his horns coming from his head, his crown of horns, his obsidian skin, his wave of sorrow sword that is just a wave with a hook at the end of it, um, and his six fingers. With one hand, he reaches out to you, and you put your hand up against that reflection, and you think to yourself, there is nothing in the world more important than me and my desires. And that is an indefinite madness. Not good. <laughs> there's nothing in this world <laughs> more important than me and my desires. Yeah, there's nothing more important in the world than me and my desires. Uh, you just surprised that I've learned so many words that quickly. <laughs> Joe almost spit take the fucking wine out of his mouth right there. He's got red wine going out of his nose right now. <laughs> oh, okay, that was almost a spit take of wine. Ooh, the old Pinot Noir out the nose trick. Um, yeah, he, Rostos asks you if you're just surprised at his newly mastered undercommon because he knows two words. I am indefinitely surprised. Uh, you stopped in your tracks there when I threw out that undercommon for that big rock. Yeah, I there's an outpost up ahead. Just wanted to get a quick look. It looks pretty ramshackle. We should be fine. Uh, and I, I put my hand over my eyes, how people do to look, and I can't see more than 40 feet. Right as he does Nothing. that, I blink out the dancing lights so complete darkness again. <laughs> well, ain't that something? Blink him back in. Oh, nice trick there. Can, can you do that at will? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Cantrip. cantrip. Drow magic cantrip. Okay, it's not per day. No. Okay. This Drovja lights. Thank you. Uh, I'll go back to the back now. You keep doing what you're doing. It sounds great, Rastos. Keep, keep paying attention to Fargus. I will. I will try. As I go back with my shoulders sort of hung low, because I have to hang yes, out with Fargus. Yes, Mr. Rastos, you're doing very well. However, you have to put your voice further back into the deep depths of your throat, and then sort of fling your tongue forward to the roof of your mouth very quickly, not like shooting an arrow. Not unlike rather, shooting an arrow. I'm sorry, I misspoke there. I'm very sorry, Mr. Rostos. You know me. I get a little bit tongue-tied every once in a while. I don't know if you noticed. I sort of speak with the back of my throat, and uh, I don't really fire bows that much, Fox. You, you, sort of, you sort of reach the roof of your soft palate a little bit there when you have that sort of gristled, uh, uh, raspy sound to it. Get rid of that, and you'll do great with Undercommon, I promise you. Get rid of my voice. Well, I mean, a little bit. It's, it's sort of like playing a part, Mr. Rostos. I, all right. Uh, how is this? That's much better. Now about an octave lower. And then you all continue to practice, practice <laughs> undercommon. Um, 
And yeah, you, uh, as you all are kind of, are you moving forward now a little bit? Yeah. Yes. You start to see that this this uh, outpost tower is actually around like what you could call like some sort of old fort. Um, it's smaller, um, almost more like a barracks. You know, it has like a wall kind of carved uh, hastily out of zerk wood, which zerk wood, again, like Kratz was saying earlier, is basically the wood. Um, of the Underdark, but it's not just like wooden posts put together like an old Civil War fort. Instead, it's like all sort of giant pieces put together and the wood's kind of porous in certain areas. So almost more like a sponge with not as many holes as normal, but still as sturdy. Um, although you can tell the parts of it have been kind of fallen over and then it is quite old. Um, and you do see that wall going around there and the outpost stands about probably 20 feet up over it. Um, and you can see that there was at one point a gate that had been fallen um, that leads into the fort. Continue walking without stopping, and as we're walking closer, just take a look up at the ramparts to see if there's any uh, moving, any people, any arrow slits in the tower, anything like that. Yeah, so the, the rampart, there's no like real ramparts. Right. Like the wall's not quite that high. Sorry, I should describe better. It's just literally a wall of wood. But then if you look up further to the, the outpost tower, no, no one's up there. In fact, it's on, it's like, it's not on its last legs, it'd be falling over, but, you know, a strong push from Rostos could take care of that bad boy. So it's kind of like the spot we were at where we found the, like, dead drown, stuff like that. That was, we... that was carved out of an actual oh, yeah, okay, stalactite, yeah. Okay. Yeah. so that was so pretty solid. Like a, that a was built, recent, this, this is, is quite built. older. Okay. But this was built, too, it was more constructed, that one was carved out of a stalactite, yeah. And good question, though. There's an opening where the gate used to be? Yeah, it's knocked down. Any remnants of battlements and stuff, too, or... If you get closer, are you all getting closer up to it? Yeah, I haven't stopped. I don't know if anybody else will. I'd imagine we're all kind of following. Going I'm, kind up of, to I'm it. kind of not paying attention. Yeah, my level of concern for this isn't high in in the scouting process. Yeah, as you get up to that, uh, you notice that there is we're too a busy larger getting involved with our demon lord. <laughs> <laughs> there is a larger um, kind of like what the remnants of what a yurt would look like. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like a yurt, mm -hmm. like a big ass tent. Um, the poles are still there, holding it up, um, and the the leather-like kind of cover that would go over it has holes in it, but it still sort of stands there, and it's about 30 feet by 30 feet, or 30 feet in diameter, let's say, um, and that stands in the middle of it, in the outpost tower, and the walls that sort of surround it. So it's like sort of hastily made, but you could tell it was there at one point as a makeshift fort or some sort of fort. As we kind of get through the where the gates used to be, this recent madness in my mind, um, thinking about what I would do if I got here alone, so I just kind of stop and speak up clearer and louder than normal and say, all right, we're stopping here. Everybody fan out, look for materials. We're leaving in 10, 15 minutes. If you need anything, yell. Wait, wait, why, why don't we stay here? Stay? Uh, it survived this long. Are you tired? It has been I several hours of walking. Slept, uh, All right, in a long time. Well, same thing. Check it out. If it's safe, then we'll stay here for a little hour or more. Or, I'm concerned about their mushroom friends. They're not as big as us, so I think they walk slow, or like maybe get tired fast. I'm not sure how mushroom people work. <laughs> oh, still doesn't walk. Still is basically a prince in this party. <laughs> He's been carried this whole time. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the last time we went to sleep. Like about, like about 12 hours ago. Yeah, about 12 hours ago. Uh, okay, well, I don't have a way of keeping time like that, but... Granted, within those 12 hours, you have fought a red dragon. Um, 
encountered a demon lord. Encountered a demon lord and escaped a city. So it's been pretty hectic. Um, are there now that we're on the other side of the gate? Are there entryways or doorways built into the Zerkwood that we can see on this side? Uh, no, no. It just kind of goes right up into the cave wall, like built right up against it, um, and it's sort of a more open cat, not a huge cavern, but uh, it's over on the side of the path that you all were kind of going down, um, built right up against the wall to use it as part of the the protection. I'd look for like a small. We can go inside of this shadowly built building. The yurt. Uh, so the tower's built, or it is a yurt. I thought there was like there's a yurt in the middle of where the walls are, and the tower is kind of over on the corner um, by the uh, um, wall. Okay, so you walk past the tower, and then there's there's a yurt still standing there. Okay, we haven't looked in the yurt or anything. No. Okay, I thought I thought we were like going to the tower and hanging out in the tower. The tower again. It's like I I shouldn't use tower outpost. Like one of those things where it's just like hastily built. You climb up just to see out on. Okay, so there's no inside. There's a yurt. So you're in the bottom floor of this tower. Yes. No, it's uh, it's set up so there's like a wall, probably a tower over in the corner, but the tower's not a tower. It's like it's probably like on stilts or something where one person yeah, to and scout. Yeah, the stilts and then are the, above the and yurt. Then the, and then the yurt's over. In the middle of the wall. So Jarrell will just walk over and uh, see if there's an entrance for the yurt. Yep. And yep. we'll enter. Cool. Uh, oh. As you all walk into the yurt, you can see that there are some... Uh, weapons laying around. There are arrows uh, kind of stuck in the ground. Uh, clearly signs of battle um, from a while ago, though. Most of the weapons are rusted. There is a an old uh, place for a fire in the middle um, that has not been used in a long time. And other than that, broken crates, uh, bags, things like that that have been scoured, scoured, scoured. Uh, you could search them if you wanted to, um, but it doesn't look like there's not... Any immediately obvious riches to you here, if that's what you're looking for. But Rostos, you are inside somewhere. Rostos, I think that was a good idea. And then I'll look to him and say, Gle, rest. Uh, rest here for an hour before we continue on. All right. Now, pop down my bag and what I've got and take a sit, sort of pat down on the uh, on the ground, uh, looking at Farkas and uh, Jim Jar and things. Hopefully I have... People just sit down around this fire spot. Yeah. Do you all want to start a fire? I, I would try starting a fire. Okay. Jin, do you want to scout ahead a little bit with me before we come back here? Yes, I'll come out. I don't really need to rest right now. Guys, can you guys watch out? Uh, we'll rest in here. Make some food. I'll take care of it. You cooking up some heart, Nico? No, the heart is mine. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Do you have some I'm mushrooms you can cook up? There are a bunch of mushrooms. We have a ton of mushrooms. And I shoved a bunch of heart into your pockets, too, when we were at the bar. And then you got mad at me. So it depends if you have or not. I didn't want it in my pockets. So then you don't mm-hmm. have any heart. Mm-hmm. But look, I tried giving it to you. I tried um, giving you the hearts, but you, uh, you basically said, fuck you, so you get no heart. Might I suggest, Nico, that this might be a time where you make up a special soup? <laughs> soup to make people sick. No, a mushroom soup. Yeah, a mushroom soup. Yeah, I can sit there and make a mushroom soup. What do you put in said mushroom soup? Well, uh, I'd say a bunch of the different, uh, I'd say we have, like, I would expect the 
biggest mushrooms, the wooden like ones to cook the longest, so those would probably have to soak. I think you have to use those for firewood. The yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, wood. we could the actually use them. Wood, yeah, definitely. right. I wonder if those have any actual nutritional value, to be honest. I think I know, does, when, does we bark? when we encountered them, it was more like Well, it depends if uh, people in this uh, world have their pen f functioning appendixes. Appendix? Appendixi? I think appendixes is probably fine. <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever you would call it. If they them. have functioning them. Because um, that's, that, that's typically accepted, right? That, that was used to digest uh, like wood metal. Oh, shit. Stuff no, like that's that. news to me. We used to eat wood. Or like, uh, yeah, like harder to, d to digest. Sounds right, but you're a wood. snake freak. You probably don't have one of those. I only eat meat, typically. Snakes yeah. only eat uh, raw meat a lot of the time. Uh, beyond the Zerkwood, what you do have is you would have some um, Trillamac, mm -hmm. which is uh, kind of like a thinner, more like cap-like uh, version of them. You'd have um, some... Oh, the blue cap. I that's what have, you were making bread from before. Mm -hmm. I do uh, have, have one up. of the water bubble mushrooms or whatever that thing is called. Uh, uh, was that from the barrel stock or was that from the other one? That was the one that was uh, like a lily pad looking one. Oh, water orb. Yeah, water mm -hmm. orb. I'll okay. use that to make the soup broth, I suppose. There we go. Like put the water orb in, orb in there. Do you use anything to thicken up the broth? I don't know. Like a... Um, let's see here. Oh, you could also throw in some, uh, here we go, this looks good for you, some ripple bark uh, that is best when roasted. Oh, there we go. So yeah, I put that on the edge of the fire to give it the roasted flavor and then put in to enhance the flavor. Lovely. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, kind of playing uh, playing the strange sonata as I'm doing this. <laughs> it's like pretty depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly moving and putting these things together. You're playing your custom spell song. Um, you also have some ormu, which can be uh, dried and made into a powder or used as pigment. Ah, oh, the powder would probably work for thickening, for sure. There we go. We thicken that bad boy up. Maybe it has a nice, what color hue to it, would you say? I'd probably brownish earthy. There we go. The soup's really coming together. It's really coming together. It's really starting to, to smell pretty lovely. Then I will put some dragon heart in there. Slice up like a yes. pound of dragon heart. Good God. There. Well, there's not rules about eating dragon heart, is there? I don't sure it's good for you. You make them up. You li I like how I just Googled Dragonheart, not even typing 5E. Yeah, it's normal. Sorry. It's fine. That exists in the regular world. Um, I hope you got the movie first. I used to love that movie as a kid, and it's it's incredible how shitty that movie is. No way. I it's, loved it, too. It's very bad. It, ages really, it aged really poorly, especially because it came out when we were like, kids. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, man. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I mean, it is it is funny. It might be so bad that it's funny, but it is a stinker for sure. We'll see about that. Um, yeah, you are. What you? I guess we could roll a skill check with cooking tools, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you just want to add your proficiency, and you're proficient in cooking, right? No, I'm not. Oh, shit, okay, so don't add your proficiency. Just make a straight fucking roll, I guess. I always just assume that with Jay. Yeah. That is a 16. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, you just, maybe you've read enough, you know when you've, like, read enough of fiction or seen enough of fiction, like, you just vaguely have an idea of how yeah. to do something? I think that's what and it also, is. And like, also, I'm, I'm sure, like, when I was a slave for the, uh, the magician or the wizard I was enslaved by, I'm sure I had to cook and do all this dumb stuff. Yeah, not, you may, yeah, well. you get the general ideas of, of cooking, um, but you, uh, yeah, you do do really well. Um, absolutely, you make a hearty little soup for everybody. Uh, and you two out there scouting, um, you, this is probably taking what, a couple hours? Of resting? No, 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 an hour to make this? Yeah, probably like an 
hour to two hours, okay, I'd say. Cool. You all want to do a short rest then? Absolutely. Um, so you have taken a short rest, uh, and um, you can uh, roll those for whatever benefits you need to do in terms of your classes or whatever. Um, and the soup is complete. Uh, do you want to you name the soup, uh, Jesse? Um, probably not. Do you want to name, give a name to uh, <laughs> uh, grads that you came up with in your book that you're writing, your manifesto? Yes, the name of uh, grads, uh, since it was so difficult to write the name the first time, is the Savior of the Suborder Serpentess. There we go. Savior of the Suborder Serpentess. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's what you call him now mm-hmm. in your book, is you consider him to be sort of your demon savior. Yes. And um, I, I'm, I, during that time, I was sharpening my axe with a rock. Uh, Flamenzunga? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you're doing that, um, Flamenzunga, uh, she's kind of like, oh, man. I was just, if it was a dude, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that feels good. But I can't do that in a female voice, so that's too weird. Um, it's kind of like getting, uh, I don't know. I almost said it's like getting her nails done, but that's also kind of weirdly sexist. Uh, is it? <laughs> she says, wow, thank you. That feels good. I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. Wow, the voice is too you. weird. I'm turning redder than I ever have in the DNA. No, how about she does, right doesn't say anything? It just happens. Because she would. She's a sentient weapon and you're sharpening her. I think that, that she would appreciate that. It's like getting a nice massage, like a foot rub. How about, how about I'm home? too get, weird, too. When you get home from a hard day at work and you get a foot rub. Yeah. How about instead of all that, I'm sharpening it, maybe she sees that I don't look that happy while sharpening it. There we go. Thanks for bailing me out of there. The blood rushes from my face and I feel normal once again. Um, Rostos, I can't help but notice you don't look quite as happy, and yet you're resting. The soup seems delicious. I don't really have an olfactory sense, but... It smells all right if you like mushrooms. Do you not like mushrooms, Mr. Rostos? Well, uh, I've just had a lot in the last... I don't even know how long. I don't know either. I've been with you for, let's see now, seven days? Ah, yes. Uh, I'm sort of scraping the rock along the ledges. Thank you for sharpening and cleaning me. Of course. There we uh, go. See, it wasn't that hard, Joel. There we go. No, it, it was just a rough time. Put you through... Something, perhaps, that I didn't think maybe we should have, but... Oh, don't worry about me. I was designed to kill and murder. That's what I like to do. Well, that's what we did. Yes, indeed. When you ran towards that dragon with such ferocity, without holding back at all, it it truly seemed as if you were, I don't know, dare I say a monster. In a good way, though, of course. Mm, I suppose... Yes, but when aren't I a monster? Hmm. I, I am a talking weapon that catches a flame that thirsts only for blood. Yes. One could call me a monster. Perhaps that is, maybe you're just, you're needed, you're thirsty, that's just the way you are. Might I make a suggestion, Mr. Rostos? Ah. Uh, Rostos Targaryl, she'll call you, not Mr. Rostos, that's Fargus' thing. She didn't do that. It's not canon. I'll, that didn't fucking happen. I'll take it. What what, uh, what do you have to say? Well, you're not from here, right? No. And I, neither am I, technically. And sometimes, if you're in a faraway land where everything seems monstrous to you, the best way to survive is to become a monster yourself. Ah. Uh. 
I've been a monster even before I was a big monster. Then maybe you're not far away from the home of uh, Rastos Targaryen. Sometimes I wonder where is home anymore. Is ah. it just sharpening the stone? And I'll leave it at that. Cool. She'll say, me too. Um, and you all smell the broth uh, of the, the soup being cooked, the I don't know soup. And um, it smells good, but maybe, I don't know how you all feel about that scent going out there from the camp. So I'll, I'll put it out there that you two that are on watch uh, smell that. Should we close the door? It's, it's a yurt with many holes, so... Uh, well, no doors here, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we better eat this fast. What is it smell? Smells like cooking. Something I haven't smelled in a long time. Maybe we should get back. Maybe we should. Did you need to, you know, get anything out of your chest? You seem to be, uh, you know, directing people ever since you took that weird stop a little bit better than you had in the past. I... I've been scouting with you all, and I've been doing it alone, mainly. When I used to scout at home, it was always with others from the clan, and... I guess I'm realizing that it feels nice to do it again with somebody else. So. Could kind of see where you're coming from. I used to have a friend. Well, you know, maybe not a friend. But you knew somebody and he, uh, what did they call him? He was my cleaner. So, you know, sometimes I did a thing and I would, somebody would be dead. And then I would be like, Alfarenzo. And then I would leave, and then this guy would come, and he would take care of the bodies for me. So that's kind of like a partner that I had. And he would sometimes show up and annoy me when I was drinking, after, you know, getting paid. But he was nice enough. Somebody you could depend on. Oh, yes, Alfarenzo was very good to Jin. I didn't like him very much. He talked too much, but, you know, at least he was good at his job. I miss that. I miss people who are good at their job or dependable. Jin likes people that are dependable too, like Dro. Coming to find that Jin is like that as well. Sorry that Jin and Dro did not get along well at first. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes good sense when you think about it, but coming to find that what I want is a partner. When I'm out of there, I don't want to be alone, I don't want to be exposed, I want somebody else who has my skill set. As you talk about skills and people being dependable, you hear from inside the yurt, there's a, a soft glow coming from there, and you hear some laughing as Stool rips a real big one. And you hear Jim just saying, okay, okay, you win this round, here you go. And it just kind of echoes a little bit from where you're out, by where you're from. Let's go check out that smell, smell, get some food, get moving. Sounds good to me. Uh, also, are you, are you the girl from Leon, the professional? I have totally. no idea what that is. No one knows what that is. It's Natalie, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Uh-huh. It's her first movie. Yeah. Never watched it. I don't know what that oh. is. The guy's a cleaner, and he has he's like a super good hitman cleaner, and he's I mean, training this little girl. That's what takes, the wolf is in Pulp Fiction, right? Takes care of this the vacuum little is girl. In the closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the Dyson's for. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
I'm just saying, there's a little girl that depends on this guy, this partner, to get safe. Sort of sounded like. Is it? Did you do? You, do you like the movie? It's a really good one. All right. Yeah. There we go. I'll check it out. I, I, thought, I thought. I thought that was your. Ooh, character. No, I just I just read a lot of stuff where there's murderers and there's somebody else to take care of the bodies afterwards, which is usually called a cleaner. Um, Jin, you're going in. Dro, you're not far behind. But Dro, you hear a voice in your head. And you just hear, hold on one second. I'll just motion to Jin. Go see what they're up to. I'll catch up. I think I heard something. Look down the road. I turn. Down the road. Hide. I grab Jin. Come here, come here. Off to the side and try to find some debris or some cars, rocks to hide behind. Yeah, you find some cars to hide behind and uh, rocks to hide behind. And, um, and you I'll, look. And I'll, can you message? Can you message Nico? Tell him to hide. Quiet. No, Jin cannot do that without looking at them directly. Okay. We'll be quiet and we'll look. Uh, you look down the road, and eventually coming into a site, you see very tall, lithe humanoids dressed in black spider web uh, armor, holding daggers, long swords, crossbows, and in the retinue of, ooh, I'd say about 20 different dark elves, one of them is holding a wand that has tentacles at the end of it that are sort of writhing out and you can see this is Ilvara and her retinue and go ahead and roll a stealth check both you and uh, Jin since you all are hiding right there and they're coming down quietly 15 15 all right fuck there's some good scouts hiding at least I'm with the Minotaur, so that's fine. <laughs> so, you see them, and they are just kind of slowly checking. You see them scouting around. They're, like, kind of checking the ground, looking for any signs. And you see one of them kind of go... And starts to starts to sniff around. And uh, you hear in your head, Keep watching. And then as you're watching, your eyes get affixed until to evolve Ilvara. And Ilvara says, no, this isn't right. Other way. And then she leads them down. But what, lady, what's this? What's the smell? What's the smell? It's right here. The other way, I said, we must go the other way. And like a weird robotic voice that's not normally the Ilvara that was once your master. And... What? And then someone's gonna slap the guy who's asking him. There's a hit him like, no one talks to the mistress that way. And they all just follow Ilvara <laughs> the other direction. And you hear in your head, consider that one of the contractual obligations fulfilled that your Minotaur asked for. Jin sees Dro's hand shaking around a knocked arrow as they leave the desire to kill Ilvara fading since she's gone. Now. I grab his hand while it's shaking. Thank you, Grass. I'll say it loud. You hear nothing back. Let's get back to the house. We gotta close up, get rid of the smell, start moving. I should probably eat the soup too. Or whatever they're cooking inside. <laughs>